You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays on the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Himalaya, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, being that this week was Hall of Fame week and the announcement's coming that Derek Jeter and Larry Walker have been elected to the Hall of Fame or voted into the Hall of Fame and will be officially elected several months from now. We got an email, uh, always helping provide us content, our good buddy, <laughs> Ty McCann, and bringing up the question of Evan Longoria and his Hall of Fame case. And I'll go ahead and run through his email. He makes some very good points and kind of get our reaction yeah. to it and go from there. He says, uh, gents, I don't expect Carlos Pena to get voted into the Hall of Fame, but of course I want oh so badly to see a TB cap in the HOF, and I think our best chance would be Longo. Evan is currently 33 years old and has 12 years in the bigs. At 15 years, he'll be 36, which will be for the sake of argument when he retires. Uh, and he runs through some of the numbers here. Hits currently, Longo is 22nd with seven uh, 1,703. I guess that... 22nd of active players or of third baseman? I'm not really I'm sure. thinking third baseman. Okay. So he would need to average at least 100 hits per season in the next three years to reach 2,000, which is very doable even at his current rate. Homer's currently 12th, again, assuming that's third baseman, right? Yes. Currently 12th with 297, so it's very fair to say he will reach 300 and may even reach 350 if he averages over 17 per year, which, again, is doable. RBIs, he is tied with Ryan Zimmerman for eighth with 1,015. The fact that he is over 1,000 is already respectable. War, he is 13th among active players, seventh among position players with 54.2. War is tricky because a player can have negative war, but as long as he doesn't do that, he should be safe. Hardware, three-time gold glove. Uh, one silver slugger, one uh, rookie of the year award. Not a real award, but he will probably have his number retired by the Rays. In three years, he will probably be retiring at the same time as players like Ryan Zimmerman, Melky Cabrera, Matt Kemp, Andrew McCutcheon, as Drupal Cabrera, and others. I think he has as good of a shot as any one of those players and definitely a better shot than Pena had. The cases against him or he may not have all the numbers voters love. He played for the team with the smallest market for 10 years, never won an MVP or a World Series championship, and his playoff numbers are abysmal. Um, yeah, I would add that he was on the cover of MLB 2K10 and had a kick-ass uh, That's pretty commercial cool, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with the cap. He no, also I mean, had some big moments, too, with the Game 162. and That helps. That he did bring the race to relevance because yes. that that adds to the story. I will say for the sake of fairness, we were talking about last week how like to me, I mean, just watching baseball and, and again, because we're not really a fan of the National League per se and didn't really hone in on him a lot is like Scott Rowland, we were kind of iffy about and his numbers 
pretty much as of right now blow away Evan Longoria in every metric you look at. That's the problem. The, the, the gradual descent that you are hoping from a Hall of Fame worthy candidate has not been the case for Evan Longoria, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I think uh, 2016 was a very big comeback year for him, for his offensive numbers, what he was able to do with, with his home run totals. But he hasn't really been that guy ever again with, mm-hmm. with the glove and, and, and the offensive production. 2014-2015 were down years. Uh, 2017 yeah. was a down year. 2018, he gets traded away and has his career worst year with San Francisco. Yes, he has to adapt and mm-hmm. all that. But do you only care about that when you're in the moment. When you are now away from the game, and people are looking back at your numbers to see if you're a Hall of Fame kind of guy, they're not going to care that you had to move across the the country and adapt to a new league and all of that. They're just going to see, wow, uh, he used to be a four-war player, and then mm-hmm. he became a 1.5-war player. You know, and That's what they're going to see. They're going to see the home run totals decrease. They're going to see the hits numbers decrease. Everything has, unfortunately been trending downwards 2019 was way better than 2018 that i will say that and and the peripherals are better than the totals than the traditional numbers the peripherals are there Mm -hmm. so let's hope that longoria can find himself in between that you know that 20 you know 11 uh, longoria that 2013 longoria that can kind of do that if he does that kind of production which is very difficult to replicate that when you're 32 33 right then fine, then he could amp up his numbers. But that's very difficult. I think the big problem for him, and I'd love to see Evan Longoria in the Hall of Fame. I mean, oh, of as course. Of right now, he is the Rays' best case. But if we're looking at it logically, he's still a little bit away. He still has work to do. In the hearts and minds of uh, non-Rays fans, he's in the Hall of Very Good as of mm-hmm. this moment, or Hall of Good. And it's just those... Early years with the Ra- if he was able to sustain that for a couple more years, a couple more years, I yeah. think he wouldn't have to be kind of chasing some of these big milestone numbers later in his career. I will say, um, looking at some of the advanced metrics, it, like his exit velocity and hard hit rate, those are still. I mean, he can still be productive. You would think for another yeah. year, two or three. And I think okay, so what he did last season with San Francisco, he had twenty home runs. Uh, he had like a 760 OPS. If he replicated that for two, three more years, you think he's in? No, or he's got to do more. Than, he's got to do more than that. He's no, he's go got. I mean, that's. That. I mean, he if he does that for the next three years, he'll probably get. He'll be like a Bobby Abreu uh, yeah. type of guy that'll be like maybe in for the first year or maybe not. Or maybe it's, completely it's, one and, and gone. Like that's. Right. That's how strict the Hall of Fame is. And, mm-hmm. and let's be honest, Bobby Abreu is miles above whatever Longoria has right now. And Bobby barely squeezed Barely. Him. Like by a vote or two. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> like, it, what, 5.5% wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and right now, if you look at Evan Longoria's numbers, if there was a guy to compare him to, really the guy right now is Robin Ventura. And Robin Ventura, he, in his first year eligible for the Hall of Fame, got like 1% of the vote. Yeah. And Robin Ventura, I mean, the numbers are actually he's got a higher war, higher career war than Longo. Now, 
Ventura did it longer, and, and Longo is, you would think, eventually will pass him in war. But it's something that has to be considered. There's also, you know, you look at, I looked at, um, and, and not just to go by war, but you look at career war for third baseman, and there's a half a dozen guys that are ahead of Longoria that never made it into the Hall of Fame. Now it's a completely different era, that sort right. of thing. But I guess the closest proximity would be Robin Ventura, and he didn't even have a sniff and, the Hall of Fame. And he won six gold gloves too. No, and, and, and that's not the only case though. Because you have to look at the past and the future with Longoria and the kind of position that he plays. Third yeah. baseman. Okay, what do we know about third baseman in the Hall of Fame? They are, uh, it's, it's the most strict position to Only be in the 17. Hall of Fame. It has the least members. Has the yeah. least members. So then you know, okay, so who in the past has gotten in? Brooks Robinson, Mike Schmidt, I mean, Chipper, I mean, you're talking names that are legends. glorified. I mean, yeah, yeah. they're legends. Longoria is not a legend. So he has to compare to mm-hmm. those guys. And then look who's going to be in the future. I mean, Josh Donaldson has an MVP. Nolan uh, Arenado, maybe. Matt Chapman, Nolan Arenado, Manny Machado, you Alex know Bregman. You I know mean, asterisk or not. Yeah. But You know who's going to raise the bar in the near term? Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre, thank you. Pretty much 100 career war. Like that'll, that'll raise the bar. bar Scott Rowland. Is doing the same thing right now. So if you look at, 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 at yeah, yeah, Longoria is better than Melky Cabrera. Uh, Longoria yeah. is better than Esterbel Cabrera. Uh, of course he is. Right, right. But those are not the type. Of, and Matt Kemp. But those are not the type of guys that that he's going to be uh, going up against. He's going to go up against the Scott Rowland and Adrian Beltre and Chapman and Arenado. Mm. It's going to be difficult for him. It really is. I, I really I agree with you. It's it's and it's a sh- I mean, you know, a half a dozen years ago we would have said, oh yeah, he's he's destined, he's right on the right track. But then, hey, baseball nowadays without performance enhancers, you I'm can telling fall off you, cliff pretty quickly. From 08 to 2013, and I know that Fox Sports used to do this pretty often, at least like once every season. They used to compare his numbers with like Mike Schmidt or something like that. And Longoria was not that far off. I right. Mean, he was a really, really good player. He was a really, really good player. Uh, very young in the league. Let's, let's also remember that. And, but the decline after 2013 just hit him way too hard. Way too mm-hmm. hard. And he hasn't really been able to kind of be that player that he was in his first five years in the league. And like... We look at this past year's Hall of Fame voting. Okay, Scott Rowland, in his, what was it, his third year of being eligible, gets 30% of the vote. And you look at eight-time Gold Glove, seven-time All-Star. He's won a World Series. He has the Rookie of the Year. He's got a Silver Slugger, 300-plus home runs, career 855 OPS. And we were saying, and and I mean, you look at and the And I never thought about vote. him like that, yeah. I know. I never thought of him either. And. And again, I think that's how a lot of if you're not a Rays fan and you weren't watching Evan Longoria every day, a lot, a lot of these, feel the a majority of these baseball voters, they're going to be like, "Yeah, he was a really good player," but no, if you have to think about it, then he's he's not he's in not. my book, sort yeah. of a thing. So it is a fun discussion, interesting discussion. Who knows? Maybe Evan Longoria can have a resurgence, stay healthy, and kind Hopefully. of get settled to the yeah. West Coast and. Um, I We're think fans of Longo, no matter yes. the cap that he's wearing. I, I, yes. I, you know, as long as it never becomes a Yankee or a Red Sox hat, uh, I will always root for for Evan. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, eventually one day it would be nice to get a TB Rays hat in yes. the Hall of Fame. And I think it eventually will happen. It's probably going to take some time, but... And it's it probably going to take, a, you know, a, a long, friendly contract like the one that Longo had in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is he is under control through 2022, and then there's a team option for 2023. So, Which might not be picked up if he's not the same kind of guy. That's true. That's true. Or regardless, I, yeah. really. Either way, he'll be making millions of dollars, whether he's productive <laughs> or unproductive, over the next couple of years or so. All right, coming up next, it being a Friday, baseball trivia. If you've been a listener of this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Rays is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Rays fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. And not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Rays fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who we are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked-on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means it's baseball trivia, which means you are probably going to stump me like usual. I think you gotta you got to dumb these questions down a little bit to, to help me out here. You've been doing better at it in, Thank you. in the last couple of weeks instead of giving Thank you. advanced baseball calculus, but it, it's all in good time, <laughs> of course. All right, let's see. Uh, well, I'm kind of going uh, with the same theme that I was uh, doing last week, which is stolen bases. You know, I love stolen bases, mm-hmm. so... Let's do it now race-centrically. Okay, so race-centric stolen bases. Do you know, fastball down the middle, who holds the record for most stolen bases in the race franchise history? Buzzer, uh, Carl Crawford. <laughs> That's correct. Okay, that, that was a little warm-up. All right. Do you know how many stolen bases Carl Crawford had with the Rays? With the Rays, I'm going to say... 350. Strike one. My close ish? Uh, um, somewhat. Okay. It was a good estimate. 450. Strike two. Uh, 400. Ooh, so close. 409. Wow, okay. 409 stolen bases. Now, out of, if you look at the top 10, him being uh-huh. the number one. There are only three guys in that top ten okay. that only wore Devil Rays uniforms. They never wore the Rays uniform. So, taking those three guys out of there, can you name the rest of the top ten? Okay, so the top ten in a Rays uniform. Correct, so from not Devil Rays. and on. Exactly. And is it just they played in a Rays uniform or a majority of their stats are compiled They elsewhere? No, no, no. This is only with Tampa Bay. Okay. Okay. They so might they, have 
had a Devil Rays uniform, sure, but they okay. did have a Rays uniform too. Who got the most stolen bases in a Rays uniform? Give me right, that top ten, yes. Okay. Exactly. Uh, You've got top, Crawford. So, and we're taking out three others, so I've yes. got to guess six more? Correct. Okay. I'll go with uh, BJ Upton. Correct. He holds number two at 232. Okay. Oh, man, that's a big drop-off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Charles Crawford, BJ Upton. I'll say Ben Zobrist. He holds the third spot at 102. Okay. Another big drop-off. So now yes. we're, we're really I, – I guess I'll have to say long ago. I mean, he had a couple of years where he stole some bases. Incorrect. Strike okay. Um, Alex Smith. Ooh, incorrect. Strike two. Okay. Think – you like of these four players. You really like three of them. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I've got to go. Or have with liked it. in the past. You okay. you were really into how they played. Okay. Well, this guy maybe not into how he played, but he's got to be on the list. Desmond Jennings. Correct. Number okay. four. Desmond Jennings at ninety five. These other guys, I liked how they played. D- about how many years did they spend with the team? Number nine spent three years. Number ten, about seven years. And number five, about six, seven years. And I really like these guys. Hmm. One is incredibly easy. One is incredibly easy. So it's probably an outfielder, correct? Correct. Man, who is a athletic outfielder? Mm-hmm. Is he a current Ray? <laughs> yes. Why am I blanking? Oh my gosh. If you have to give the best glove of the American League in the outfield, who do you give it to? Oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Kevin Kiermaier. How there about it is. <laughs> this is like non-recency bias. I'm thinking like more, yeah. more beyond. No. Uh, he holds the number five spot at 89. So he actually will pass Ben Zobris this year with just 13. 13 okay. and he gets the third spot. That's really exciting. Uh, now we're looking at number nine and number 10. Okay. Can you uh, – no, it's kind of giving it away if you give me like the numbers or the range. I will, I will give you – number 10 has 59 stolen bases and number 9 has 61 stolen bases. I will tell you this though. Number 9 was uh, a part of two big trades and number 10 uh, could have been higher uh, up on the list. Hmm. Number 10. Extenuating circumstances. Okay. Well, I was going to say... He was the first Longo that Tampa had. Rocco Baldelli? Correct. Okay. Rocco Baldelli with 59. He is at the number 10 spot. Um, number 9 spot. Uh, he uh, held shortstop for the race for a okay. while. Uh, part of two big trades. Part of two big trades. Shortstop for a while. Uh, he led the team in batting average a year. It was pretty, pretty oh, good. Oh, Jason Bartlett? 
Correct. Okay. Jason Bartlett holds the ninth spot with 61. How about Very good. That? Very good. Yeah, I should have said Rocco Baldelli, but I was just thinking Devil Rays uniforms. Yeah, yeah. Because you kind of get because there's that weird transition, and it's mm-hmm. so long ago. And because you, when you think of Baldelli, you think of him as one of the as good devil, devil rays. rays. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Like with Aubrey yeah. Huff and whatnot. So very good. That's a good trivia question. Ah, is that all you got? That's all it is. I got. All right. That's it. My trivia is I try to keep with themes for trivia for the most part. <laughs> Hall of Fame related. Okay. Okay. And uh, starting off with. Tampa resident or semi-Tampa resident, Derek Jeter. Um, he ranks sixth all time in home runs for a shortstop. Wow. 260. And I actually think 255 of those were actually at shortstop. So he might have DH'd a couple of games and okay. had five home runs in the other one. But so the there's five other guys who are higher on higher than him in career home runs who have played shortstop. That they weren't necessarily uh, shortstops for their entire career, like an Omar Vizquel or something like that. But right. they, you've seen them at shortstop. They've played shortstop at some point. Um, can you name those players? I'm just going to go with strike one right here because I just I had to. Nomar. Strike one. Okay, there we go. Now we got that out of the way. Uh, Cal <laughs> Ripken Jr. Very good. Okay, so now you get the, you get the idea. He okay. is third on the list with 431. Uh, let's go with... Let's go with... Um, A-Rod. Yes. Yep. Number one with 696. Um, 696? 696. Wow. Pretty crazy. Wow. Um, with an asterisk. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, now see, this is this is a good question, and this I will say two question. of these are, are more modernish guys. I think one might still be in the big leagues, actually. Um, huh. And then another guy is a, I mean, a legendary baseball player, known for did, a couple of his quotes. Did he play for the Cubs? He might have. Yes, Ernie he Banks. Did. Yes, Ernie Banks by okay, twelve. Good. He is number two on the list. And okay, okay. So you're looking for numbers four and five. Four and five. Four and five. Number uh, four played shortstop for a pretty long time in his career. Number five started out as I mean he was well on his way. I mean his defense wasn't all that hot, but as far as being like a 30-50 guy, and I mean he was. I have three n- names I want to. Okay point out, but I'm not sure if they play shortstop or third base. Uh, okay, so everybody that's that saw the 70s and 80s is going to laugh at these ridiculous um, names I'm going to throw out there, but I'm going to... I'll anyway. give you a hint. Oh, okay, okay. 70s and okay. 80s. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to go with uh, Robin Yount. Okay, strike two. I'm going to help you out a little bit. It's not... Um, it's you're, you got to think more modern. I mean, we really? watched we watched these guys. Okay, we watched. So these we're guys. we're thinking your late nineties thousand. In fact, one I think is still in the big leagues, hanging along by a thread. <laughs> Wait, so a long career that's so still they probably happening. yeah. 
And they are still playing. Well, one one is, and it, he's more of like a DH guy. He's not. I mean, he's really fallen off since he started his career. Like when he started at shortstop, and he was. Uh-huh. I mean, he was the future. Oh man, I'm blanking out. Okay. I'm blanking out. I'm freaking out, man. Okay, give me, um, give me okay. unis. Give me unis. Let me. Okay. Th- We'll start with number four on this list. Okay. He's got 307 career home runs. Okay. Um, shortstop, athletics, then I think he went to Baltimore. Miguel Tejada? Yes, Miguel Tejada. Oh, yes. gosh. Stupid. I had that. Yeah. Now, this next guy, I want to say he probably made his debut... Probably 2005, 2006, something along those lines. And he's still playing. In fact, he was acquired in a trade from the Boston Red Sox to this. Hanley Ramirez? Yes, Hanley Ramirez. Wow. 271. And then Derek Jeter is at 260. Wow, man. Jeter. How did Jeter get so much pop, man? It's that Yankee short. Hey, playing for so long, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. How did A-Rod get so many? Well, we know that. (laughs) Um, Follow-up question, staying with the Hall of Fame. Um, Not including the inaugural year of the Hall of Fame, 1936. What is the record for first ballot players voted into the Hall of Fame in one year? Like, how many first ballot players were voted into the Hall of Fame in one year? Four. Very close. Three. Three. And it's happened three times. 1999, 2014, and 2015. I'm going to ask you to name, or try to name, those players. Uh, you can start okay. with whatever you you want to start with 2015, 2014, 1999, and I can help you out a little bit. Okay, so 1999. Let's go with uh, who was uh, Nolan Ryan? 1999. Yes, 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 yes. Mm, Paul Molitor, 1999. Strike one, but you're you're getting you're getting on the right track there. Oh man! I will say this, this is a hint. This guy had two first names. He had a first, his last name was a first name. Huh. Steve Carlton? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, yeah, but no, that's incorrect. Uh, third, primarily a third baseman. Oh, no, no, no way, no way. He did not play in the 90s, no way. Um, okay, I'm going to move on from 99. I'm going to just give you Maddox. Okay. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. And I'm gonna say Trevor Hoffman. 2014. Incorrect. Uh, one of his teammates. Oh, Tom Glavin. Yes. And then this this third guy in 2014. Frank Thomas. Hitter. Yes. Very good. Okay. So 2014 is done. Yeah. 2014 is done. Very good. 2015. Now I'll say. I'll give you a hint. 2015, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez. Oh, man. And John Smoltz. Wow. I was going to say a teammate of 
those Atlanta Braves, Tom Glavin and Greg Maggs. But very good, yes. So 2015, 2014, you hit that right on the head. Um, okay, so back to 99. Okay. Um, I'll give you a hint. One guy you, you mentioned in your last set of guesses as uh, far Robin as... Robin Yount. Yes. And this last guy, his last MLB appearance was in 1993. Started his career in 1973. Played for the same organization. George Brett. Yes. Very good. Let's go. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Just need to help you along a little bit. That's pretty yeah. impressive. Because it's not easy to be like, hey, uh, the year is 2013. Name the first ballot. Hall. I, I have no idea. It, it, you know, you, you need you to be, the, the math. The math needs to come into effect. Because I was going to say, no way Brooks Robinson played in the 90s. Right, that did not yeah, make any yeah. sense. <laughs> so, okay, George Fred made a little bit more sense in my head. Okay. Like, awesome. I can give you a, an idea of like, okay, this guy's in the Hall of Fame, but – when you start talking years, like yeah, that's that's difficult. Yeah, like I love 20, the yeah. You've been killing the trivia questions. I will tell you this. I hope people are having as much fun trying to guess these because it is I'm hey, having I, fun. We're, we're having fun, and that that's really all that matters. But I think the <laughs> yeah. listeners are as well because then, as we're kind of trying to think about it, they can kind of think about it too. So yeah, uh, we we do get the good marks on the the trivia Fridays. Uh, and with that, that'll do it for today's show. Remember, you can find us on Twitter at Locked On Rays. You can also email us at LockedOnRays at gmail.com. Again, I'm Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to this show on the podcast at Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Rays.